Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. Welcome to my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Bean Town Podcast for Sunday, June 21st, 2020. What's going on? How are you? What's happening? This is my show. This is my podcast. And uh, we're coming to you live in the middle of season three here over at Bean Town. It's Father's Day. The summer solstice is yesterday, today, tomorrow, I don't know. We're in the general vicinity, if you will, vicinity, V-I-C-I-N-I-T-Y. Is that right? Something like that. Um, yeah, what's happening? It's Father's Day, and you know what that means. Any hardcore beanheads out there or hashtag friends of the podcast will know that uh, Father's Day means a little Father's Day tune is in store and uh, we dropped that single oh man Craig Culver's on television I love that guy Craig Culver what a what a man head of the Culver's franchise Starting to look a little bit older. Um, well, I'm watching TV while I'm doing this because Talladega is today. And you all remember last time I, I uh, just about the last time I left the state, not the actual last time, but um, feels like the last time I went to Alabama back in like January, February. Looks like they're just getting started to dry the track here. And I went to, uh, I went to Talladega. I drove there. And let me switch back and just mention that we dropped our Father's Day uh, single this morning. It's on YouTube. You can check it out. We're going to play it a little bit later in the show. But back to Talladega. Um, I went there. I was working in Alabama. Flew into Atlanta. And... um, had an event in uh, Tuskegee, and then had an event in Tuscaloosa, and then I did. Uh, I decided after after where I worked in Tuscaloosa one day, I decided, hey, I'm so close to Daga. It's about two two hour drive. I said, oh, they're skyping Ryan Newman, and his face is. Literally about five times too close to the camera. What is going on? Newman. Um, glad he's recovered okay from the Daytona 500, though. Uh, I went to Talladega. It was it was dark by the time I got there. And the really disappointing thing about Talladega is you can you you cannot even get close to it. I mean, the like you you so you're you're driving on the road which runs parallel to the freeway. So you exit you exit the interstate. You drive on the road for a couple miles um running parallel to the freeway and then Newman's in his truck. What's he doing? What is this guy doing? Um and then you turn off onto the road to go to the speedway and pretty much immediately you hit a gate and you can't go past it, right? I mean, it was like 6 p.m. at night in the middle of January. So there's nothing going on there, and it's closed off. I get it, but 
the speedway is still like a mile away from there. And so you all you can really see is like the grandstand off in the distance. And it was kind of disappointing, you know. I just wanted to get a little bit of a closer look. Like I, I've gone to Dover before out there in Delaware. And you can pretty much just like do whatever you want. You can, you know, get right up to the racetrack. But Talladega, for whatever reason, is just kind of secluded, which is the opposite of what you'd think it would be because it's the largest track in in, uh, in racing. It's about 2.6-something miles, 2.7, something like that. It's huge. But, uh, yeah, so Talladega is, is supposed to happen today, but lo and behold, a weather delay. I swear it's like the third or fourth straight NASCAR race that's been delayed by weather. It's insane. This almost Na- NASCAR will occasionally get weather delays, but... You know, I'd say on average, you, you you might get two or three a year, it feels like. We've we've gotten like four the last four weeks. Um, it's brutal. And, you know, normally I wouldn't complain because it's a Sunday afternoon. You know, in normal circumstances, I just have, I'd be watching the Cubs game anyways. Or be out and about doing whatever, enjoying the nice day. Which I've already done to a certain extent. But when it's the only it's the only sporting event on, you're like, just it's already you know it's gonna be a long race too, right? Talladega, 500 miles. Uh, it's a long, long haul thing. It's, I mean, we're recording this at 3:15. There's no way they're getting this race started for at least another, let's say, 40 minutes, and that's just that's just a minimum guess. So they're not getting underway till close to four. This is oftentimes a three to four hour race. So we're gonna be we're gonna be here for a while. Um, went out uh, after family chat this morning and had a a nice little walk, which I do on my Sundays. And I decided to go down to Dollop Diner, which there are a couple of around Chicago. But my former roommate Sean Young, who's been on our podcast before, works down at a Dollop, and he. Uh, I didn't know he was working today. I just decided to walk down there and um, see if he was around. And he was, lo and behold. And he hooked me up with a free iced coffee. What a champ. What a total champ, Sean Young. And then uh, had my iced coffee, you know. Nice day here in Chicago. I tell you what, we we had a little bit of rain that rolled in last night. They'd been saying yesterday was going to be thunderstorming all day. And I think depending on where you lived in the Chicagoland area, you might have experienced that. But here in up in Rogers Park, I mean, it hardly rained at all. There were a couple times in the very late afternoon into the evening. Oh, wow. Replay of Talladega. Even the drying truck is spinning out. That's crazy. Well, the thing with the bank here is I don't know what the actual incline is, but just by looking at it, I mean, it looks like it's like a solid... 30 degree incline it's crazy how banked this thing is um the, they were you know original weather forecast was like oh it's going to be raining all day good luck doing anything and it's going to be hot so i didn't really plan anything because i just figured we weren't really going to be able to uh to do anything and then it ended up being a beautiful day and it finally rained, and it finally cooled things off a little bit. But, uh, yeah, 
the humidity finally dropped because it was really humid. It was brutal. Um, I went for a run. I woke up at about 4.30 or so. And anyone who knows me knows that I, I do not run in the mornings. That is not my MO. It's not how I like to do things. It's just not my vibe. But I said, hey, if I'm going to do a long run in any capacity today, which I, I've been very consistent with on my Saturdays, it's going to have to happen. I'm going to have to gonna have to wake up early and do it. Um, and I wasn't that happy about it, but I woke up, got some, uh, I cut up a mango, big mango fan. My grocery store lately has been selling them for 79 cents, which I don't know that much about fruit prices, but seems like a good deal. And uh, had a mango. Tried to that. That's the toughest thing for me, honestly, about uh, trying to run in the mornings, especially if you're going. Okay, so if you're just going to go out and run a 5k, 10k, whatever, you you don't have to worry that much about being properly hydrated. I mean, it helps, but you don't you don't have to really stress about it that much when you're going out 15 miles or so. It's uh, it, which is what I did yesterday, and the humidity is around eighty percent, uh, even at you know five a.m., six a.m., seven thirty when I finished. Uh, you gotta really be hydrated, cause I don't run with water. I don't run with gels. It's just me and my iPod, hitting the open roads. So that's the toughest thing for me is is trying to wake up and get hydrated to a point where I feel safe and comfortable going out for a, you know a run when I know I'm going to be running for you know two hours or so, two plus almost. But I made it. I broke the law. I ran on the uh, the lake front path, which is technically closed for another what two days here. You're finally opening it up soon. But I'd been hearing and seeing on social media just people all over it. Biking, running, dog walking. Someone was riding a donkey. I think it was a quinceanera or something. I don't know. I don't ask questions. But I actually, I so I ended up on the lakefront path. I did not intend to. I'm, I'm running east on Belmont. I start. I, I I was I was sleeping down in Lakeview yesterday. I did not intend to go on the lakefront path. I was thinking I was gonna you know just try to run up and down the uh, inner lakeshore path or Marine Drive or Cannon, whatever you want to call it. But I ended up missing my turn, and uh, the the turn I thought I was gonna take ended up being the on ramp to Lakeshore Drive, which is closed historically to pedestrians. It's anti-pedestrian. And um, so I ended up going under the bridge, and next thing you know, boom, it's the lakefront path, and there's a cop sitting right there. And, of course, my heart is, you know, thumping like crazy. 
my my natural heart resting heart rate is about 42 beats per minute when i'm running it gets up to about 65 when i saw that cop it easily ticked up to 67 but i just turned north and just went for it i said hey if i'm fast enough they can't catch me and then there ended up being a cop at every single like entrance onto the lakefront path you know every major street irving park Lawrence, Montrose, Foster, whatever. But they're just sitting there. It's got to be kind of a boring gig to just be posted up at one of those entrances at 5 a.m. Knowing you're not actually going to stop anyone, but you still have to be there. Like, what do those cops do? Just listen to the radio? I guess that's not the worst gig. You know, those cars, those those police cruisers, I suppose, have air conditioning. You know, you get some AC, you pull a Reginald Vell Johnson from Die Hard, you go get some donuts and coffee, kick back, and you do something while you're doing nothing. Anyways, I run north on Lakeshore Drive. The one perk of running in the morning, well, a couple, plenty of perks, but a couple. One, literally like no one else out there. It helped that I was running on a you know, a closed path, a closed circuit. It's like my own private Olympic training venue. Two, though, seeing the sunrise off Lake Michigan was pretty neat. And I always think, you know, I live half a mile away from the beach right now, or the lake right now, a little bit further to get to the beach. Um, But I always think, hey, I should wake up and go, uh, you know, watch the sunrise. The problem is, I mean... You got to wake up real early, like as early as I did yesterday, 4.30 a.m., which actually happened to me again today. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, and then, you know, walk to the beach, and then you sit and watch it. But uh, It's fine. It's beautiful. But then you're done, and it's like 5.30 a.m., and you're like, now what do I do? I'm awake. I've already got some exercise in. Now what happens? You know, I don't have my daily Zoom meeting till 9.30 not four hours to kill here. Go back and take a nap. This guy on the TV, his name is Ron Hubbard. Not L. Ron Hubbard, just Ron Hubbard. Um, anyways, I did, did my run. I went all the way down into the loop, which was further than I should have gone, but 15 miles total. I feel pretty good today. Knee, knee's still been giving me some issues. But I woke up this morning at 4, 4.30 a.m. I tell you what. So I fell asleep on the couch last night at literally like 9.30. I watched, uh, I watched Trump's rally speech in Tulsa, which went for two hours. It was crazy. I kept waiting for it to end. And then two hours later, it ended. But um, I woke up at 4.30 a.m., and I should mention that listener discretion is advised when you're listening to the Beantown Podcast. Number one, we'll occasionally use some language. Number two, the podcast is objectively terrible. And we spent the first 16 minutes of this Father's Day special. We haven't even premiered our song yet. Just been babbling about, I don't know, running, Ron Hubbard, Talladega. Um, like one of the loudest noises I've ever heard in my life sounded like a panzer. I felt like I was on the front lines of the battle of the bulge. Cause it was just like, 
I'm not even going to, you know, try to imitate it because I can't do it justice. But I almost fell off the couch. It was so loud. Um, and I'm, I'm, you know, you, you wake up just like freaking out. Like what on earth was that? You know, I'm getting Vietnam PTSD just hearing it. And I never, I've never even been to Asia. That should tell you how serious I am. So I'm like, okay, that was creepy. Like, it doesn't. It's not a gunshot because it's way more like booming and powerful than that. So you figure it's a firework. But what firework makes that loud of a cannon boom? It's crazy. And then it. Ha- then I'm you know settling back in, checking my trousers to ensure I did not pee myself. And then it happens again. And my heart rate jumps from, you know, 42 back up to about 57. And, you know, I feel like I'm about to explode at that point. Christ. And then it happened like three more times. But the worst thing about this was it, it wasn't like back to back to back. They were, there was like five minutes in between these, you know, Panzer shots. Which sounds like something you could take at Oktoberfest up in Milwaukee, Panzer shots, but um, just so loud. Like this must have been just a couple blocks, not a couple blocks, a couple, you know, feet or a hundred feet away from my apartment. But like one, who's playing around with fireworks at 4.30 a.m. on a Sunday morning, if assuming that's what it was, because I haven't seen any tanks on the streets, and I also haven't seen any damage, so I just assume it wasn't that. But two, like, what kind of ammunition was that that made that loud of a noise? My goodness. is nuts. So... All I'm saying is please don't do that again because it was really disturbing. And I I didn't want both. Here, You know, when I woke up yesterday at 4.30 a.m., I said to myself, hey, it's going to be a tough morning, but, you know, at least the next morning, Sunday morning, which was this morning, you'll be able to sleep in. It's unlikely you'll be awoken by panzer shots. You know, you don't you you I don't even know why I would think that cuz I've never been awoken by a tank blast before. You know, those were the things I was telling myself. I was dragging my ass out of bed on Saturday morning for my run. And lo and behold, what should happen today but a panzer shot. The one thing I said probably wouldn't happen has come true, which is just a one in a million shot. Unbelievable. Very disturbing. Uh, it's Father's Day 2020, and that means that we've written a new song. And if you're, you're all over our, our YouTube channel, then you've already heard it. Or if you follow me on social media, you probably know about it. But we had some fun with it this year. I wrote the tune maybe about a week ago. I did not put lyrics to it until yesterday I wrote the lyrics. 
And then we recorded, actually, we, we had recorded the, the piano track a couple days ago, and then we recorded vocals and the electric whistling, which was a lot of fun. Um, we, we did that uh, this morning, mixed it, did not spend a lot of time mixing it because I liked what I had. I kept it simple, and uh, we threw it out there for the world to consume. So if you haven't heard it yet, I'm going to take the opportunity now to play that tune for you. I hope you like it. If you don't, just fast forward 2 minutes and 49 seconds, and you'll, you'll get back to hearing born old me talk. But without further ado, here is the debut premiere, not counting when we premiered it earlier today, of our Happy Father's Day 2020 song, uh, colloquially known as Cornbread muffins i think is what we called it i don't know i gotta go find it uh here it is enjoy dad i wrote it for just for you on your special day so just like ready do but it's a paradise Tune it up now, cause it's about how much I wanna say Dad, I love ya, can't replace ya, happy Father's Day So hope you get a hike in, or a pipe or two Maybe cook some of that chili, make enough or two Cornbread muffins, nice and tasty, and if I might say, Dad, I love you, can't replace you, happy Father's Day. Can you laugh and say, we'll forget the time in Florida, got food poisoning. It's a tough one with your third son, but I gotta say, Dad, I love you, can't replace you, happy Father's Day. No father or the rest, but least we got to leave. Drop a can of it well, the tambourine's place though. Still a good look at my old book, and I wanna say, Dad, I love ya, can't replace ya, happy Father's Day. It's a party, don't be mad at me, happy Father's Day. I love you, can't replace you, happy Father's Day, <laughs> and happy Father's Day to all them short people too. So there you have it. Happy Father's Day to my dad, Steve.
<clears throat> hell of a year. And if you, uh, if this is your first, if you're a new bean head, and this is your first exposure to a uh, Bean Town podcast edition of uh, Father's Day, then uh, we got some other songs you might enjoy. This is our third annual uh, Father's Day song. I don't really remember how it came to pass, but it's just tradition now. Last year is a, a single on YouTube. You can go check it out. I think it's just titled Happy Father's Day 2019. And then the single, uh, the first ever one we did from 2018, I don't think has its own clip. I went back and checked that. You got to just go into the podcast from you know June 19th or whatever, 18th maybe. Um, uh, June 18th, 2018 perhaps, and check it out. That one's pretty fun. It's guitar. Talk about mummies. Bob Evans. It's a good time. You're going to want to check it out. Anyways, happy Father's Day to my dad, to uh, my grandpa Dave, the OG, and all the dads out there, of which I assume I am not one. But what you remember what happened to Vince Vaughn in that movie? It's called like Too Many Daves or something where he's just a normal guy and he finds out excuse me he finds out that he's got like a thousand kids pretty uh pretty fantastic i've uh, vince vaughn has so many b minus grade comedies that i only you know like saw the trailers for and don't know anything about there's that one there's that one called Business Trip, I think. Or no, it's called Unfinished Business with Dave Franco. We loved that trailer in college. Never saw the movie. Never want to. Just like the trailer. Why, why spend 100 minutes of your life watching an awful movie when you could just watch a 90-second trailer and they're going to show you the funniest bits and then that's, that's it? And then you can move on with your life and enjoy other things that are more enjoyable, right? These are the things I think about. Um, you know, just some food for thought here. But let's read our ads here. And we're not going to go too much longer. Not that I have anything to do. This NASCAR race is still under weather delay. But I just don't have that much to say, you know? Which is a uh, a, a, uh, a recurring theme, I would say, on this show. Um, speaking of Father's Day, though, our first ad comes to us from my, my dad's own business, Home Pride, Oregon. And it goes a little something like this. Are you tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth, all because you couldn't find a reliable home inspector in time? Well, Oregon listeners, there's good news. Home Pride Inspection Services in Bend, Oregon is Central Oregon's hottest New home inspection provider with inspection services, including things like heating and cooling, roofing, plumbing, and so much more. Home Pride Oregon is both contractor certified and home inspection certified, so you know you're getting the good stuff. If you're tired of big real estate angle hold on the home inspection market and you want a safe, certified home inspector that you can trust, you have to call Steve at 541-410-0316 or... 
you can just head to homeprideoregon.com. Again, that's 541-410-0316 or just head to homeprideoregon.com. Home Pride Oregon Inspection Perfection. I want to give a shout-out to the Samson Q2U series. It's good for podcasts. It's good for Father's Day songs. And it's good for one of my favorite segments on this show, Interview with a Dog, which we haven't had the, uh, the, the privilege of doing, I think, in a, in a while, many months at this point. Any chance we get, though, hey, any of you beanheads out there, if you got any dogs or you just know of any bitches out there that want to get interviewed, hit me up, beantownpodcast at yahoo.com. Again, that's beantown, podcast at yahoo.com. Send us an email. Just tell us when and where. We'll bring the, uh, the interview right to you. It's really very simple. I say, and here comes a new segment, interview with a dog, and then we stick the mic in the dog's face. And see what happens. All sorts of ridiculous hijinks, typically. So, we would love to get back in on that. Quarantine has really thrown us off our groove. Um, but it's all, it's all brought to you by the uh, delectable, eclectical, eclectical Samson Q2U series. Wow. Crisp, clean audio quality. It can handle the Old Testament. It can handle the New Testament. It can, it can even handle those Jewish books that aren't in uh, the Christian Old Testament. You know, like Goldberg. And I'm going to stop before I get into anything more stereotypical. Um, <laughs> what if there was a, what if you got all these Bible, you know, Bible books with fun, interesting names, eclectical names like Nahum and. Zechariah and Obadiah and Malachi and uh, Joel. What if you had one that was just like Doug? <laughs> right? If we can do Joel, we can do Amos, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, we could do a Doug. D O U G. Or Jeff with a G. <laughs> the book of Jeff. I'd read that. Especially with the G, I think it's more distinguished. Like Jeff Jenkins, Milwaukee Brewers legendary outfielder. Saw him play a couple of times. Um, just think, it's, you know, food for thought, okay? Like manna, but there's, this is spiritual food. It's the Samson Q2U series. And don't forget when God speaks, he uses a Samson. All right, we got one more for you. Cuts by a Q. Bob and Weave, we all know the hairstyle and we all love it. But how many Chicago-based independent barbers can actually give it to you the way you deserve? Enter Cuts by Q. It's like Enter Sandman, just a little bit different. Cuts by Q has been independently owned and operated since 1995 and is probably one of the better barbershop operations serving Chicago, Cook County, and uh, let's see, where else? Oh, Northwest Indiana and the greater Chicagoland area. You'll just pay for my uh, my Uber trip there and back. It works for both parties. From beehives to bangs, full hawks to flat tops, and everything in between, you have to call Cuts by Q at 815-298-7200 or just email CutsByQ at Yahoo.com. Again, that's Cuts. <clears throat> Q-U-T-Z. And don't let me forget to take my multivitamins later. By Q at Yahoo.com. All right, sing it with us. Second song of the day. It's going to be fun. 
Oh, when you need a fresh do, something snappy and new, just call the experts at Cuts by Q. All right, welcome to the uh, second half of the program here. You know, I like having email on my phone here, but uh, one thing that really pisses me off when people are emailing you on a Sunday afternoon at 3 p.m. What what really grinds my gears about this one, I was just checking my email while I was reading the ads, multitasking. Get an email from, uh, from an admitted law student. Again, I, I, I actually have another job outside of the Beantown Podcast. I know it's hard to believe, but I don't bring in enough money from this show to put food on the table, and I eat a lot. So I had to get a, another job at a law school. And then I actually have two more jobs besides that. So I'm working like four jobs right now. But that's besides the point. Again, this actually happened from from two different admitted students this past week. They call and leave a voicemail at like 4.30 p.m. on a Friday. Which is just like, don't, don't do it, man. Just wait till Monday morning. We'll have had our coffee. We'll be very fresh. Ready to go. Fired up, ready to go. Just like the Obama chant. But uh, no, they want to leave the Friday afternoon voicemail. Who's, maybe I'm alone in this, but I don't think I am. Who's trying to get work done after noon on a Friday? I don't care if it's summer, if it's winter. If you have a life, if you don't have a life, just respect the game, you know? Um, But they take it one step further, at least this one student did. He sends me an email uh, today, I got it half an hour ago, that says, I I left you a voicemail on Friday. Love to to chat more. So you've now, because I have summer hours on Fridays, at 3 p.m. I get off. So you've now left me two messages since I've been off the clock. And all you've said is, "Let's can we talk more? Great. Fine. Just send me one normal message on a Monday and I'll, I'll, I'll respond. All this to say is that uh, it doesn't really stress me out. Like it, seeing another email jump into my inbox, like that's not inherently stressful. I'm just sitting here on a Sunday afternoon like, why? It's Father's Day. Like, go grill some steaks or go outside or climb a pine tree or bake some summer solstice cookies or... You know, I mean, hey, if you, if you own a tank, you could fire it off. And even though I don't condone that, I would rather you do it right now at 3.45 p.m. instead of 3.45 a.m. It's amazing how one little letter can make all the difference there. 
right? If you were going to fire, if, if I saw your Panzer rolling down my street right now and you blasted, you know, the next door apartment to smithereens, I would be upset. But at least, I, you know, you wouldn't have woken me up. That being said, if this NASCAR weather delay continues for much longer and I finish recording my podcast, there's a good chance I'm going to be falling asleep here, taking a nap. Because um, I tried to take one yesterday, but it did not last very long. Because I had to wake up to watch the Belmont Stakes. Because that's just something you got to watch live, you know? Um, all this is to say, let's just, you know, tr- okay. Big idea. Big idea Sunday. Don't send an email on a Sunday. At least don't send a work email. Maybe if it's a funny cat video, that's okay. But send it to my personal inbox. I got like six different ones you could send it to. Don't send it to my work inbox. And definitely don't send actual work anywhere. Don't send it to one of my personal inboxes either because I won't respond. Um, But my big idea was this. You know, Trump during his rally last night proposed that Anyone who burns the U.S. flag get a year in prison, which is silly. But what if we said anyone who sends a non-essential work email on a Sunday gets a year in prison? And if it's a follow-up, if you, if it's just like a um, a what's the word I'm looking a jog? If it's just a jog of a previous message you've already sent after the work hours end for the week. We call that a twofer. Two years in prison. And not the fun, rich, bougie kind that they sent Blago to. We're talking hardcore. Okay? The clink. Prison Mike style. Mm-hmm. That'll teach you. And you might say, wow, Quinn, that's really harsh. Well, I think we, we make an example out of somebody. Then the rest, the rest of them will fall in line. So again, to summarize, not a big fan of the you know jail time for flag burning. Big fan uh, of of uh, criminalizing sending non-essential emails on a Sunday. Okay. Lucky it's not football season. If I'm trying to check my fantasy lineup and I get an alert that I got a jog from somebody who already left me a voicemail after hours on a Friday. I I don't know what I would do, but you wouldn't want to be there to see it unless you like seeing a whooping. And if you like seeing a whoopee, check out Ghost from what, 1999? Is that right? 96? Let's check. Ghost. 1990, is that right? It seems so early. Why did I think it was so much later? Wow. Feel like a dummy. Yeah, 1990. I did not realize it was so early. <sighs> Mercy. Well, Whoopi's unforgettable in it, if you haven't seen it. Um, okay. I think that's uh, that's about good. Feel pretty comfortable with that. 
I've accomplished what I wanted to accomplish. We wish my dad a happy Father's Day. We gave you a quick rundown of how things have been going. That's all about all 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 about there is to say about it. Um, next week, I, I haven't even thought about this, but we're going to be in Door County, Wisconsin. Wisconsin, behind the Cheddar Curtain. Very exciting. Um, we have not done a podcast from Wisconsin in a long time. Like, I, I don't even know how long it's been, but it's been a while. Um, I'm very excited. Going up there Saturday morning, coming back Monday afternoon, taking uh, next Monday, eight days from now, will be my first vacation day of 2020. And then I'm taking another one in July to fly out to Scottsdale for a three-day weekend bachelor party. Um, And then literally from August through the end of the year, we're going to have to uh, take three more full weeks of paid vacation. Great problem to have, right? But what do I do? I don't know. Now taking ideas. You can email us, beantownpodcast at yahoo.com. Again, that's beantown, beantownpodcast at yahoo.com. We'd love to hear from the beanheads out there. Um, but going up to Stork County, you got a little Airbnb action. We're going to get some cherries. And uh, the rest is TBD. But um, I suppose we'll have to do a podcast from up there. I hadn't, hadn't really thought about it. But uh, you got that to look forward to. Be Wisconsin special, shrouded in cheddar. Okay. We have not hit the road with Beantown for what feels like forever. I mean, I, I would have to go back and look. I don't even know. Um, I took a couple work trips, like January and February, to Alabama and then Minneapolis. And then I went to uh, Austin. Oh, there's a spider on the window. Austin, uh, first weekend of February, but I don't think I did a podcast from down there. I'm not sure if I've done a podcast from outside of the house yet this year. I'm going to try to kill this spider live on the air. How do you like that? He's a big sucker. Nailed him. Wasted. I haven't even, I haven't left the state of Illinois since uh, the first weekend of February, which is absolutely crazy considering I I get cabin fever historically if I'm at my apartment for longer than like three weeks. And we're, uh, we're pushing, what, four and a half months right now? It's nuts. I feel very trapped. Concrete jungle over here. Um, But, uh, yeah, I'm getting out. Going exotic. Going erotic. Wisconsin. Maybe I could be their new uh, tourism person. You know, you get, like, the the CTA ads. Erotic. No, exotic, erotic, and then just in big, bold letters, Wisconsin. Maybe get some cheese in there somehow. Work it in. We'll figure it out. Um, that's what's going on next weekend. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, go go check out the uh, 
the Father's Day special on YouTube, give it a thumbs up. Subscribe to our channel while you're there. We post a lot of our podcasts there. And uh, I'm in the process, if you're wondering, hey, whatever happened to the video casts, um, I've already talked about the issue, but the, the problem is my Mac stopped being able to read my SD card. So our, our plan is to buy an external reader. Hope it works. The ca- everything's great with the camera. Crisp, uh, clear, visual quality. Um, so we hope once we get that going, that'll get us back on track. Maybe we'll do a little 4th of July video cast return. That's the hope. Um, that's my goal. But I can't even re- begin to relay to you how frustrating it is even when the SD um, reader on my Mac was working properly because it takes like an hour to import the files off the card. But it's not very clear when you are in the process of importing whether or not it's it's working successfully. And then if you touch anything while it's happening, you mess the whole thing up. And then that's just getting them imported into iMovie. And then you actually have to create the the MP4 and do all the editing there. And then uploading it is like a five-hour slog. Um, and I just, I'm a patient person, but it takes it to a whole new level. So that's, uh, you know, it's an uphill battle with a video cast, but I want to do it. We've got everything we need except for the thing we, we still need, which is an external reader. Hopefully that fixes the issue. I don't know. This Mac is pushing, uh, we're about what, seven and a half years in already done one surgery already uh had to ship it away for a week back in college to the Apple store they fixed fixed something else so you know this this baby's got some battle battle wounds thankfully none from the the neighborhood panzer okay but um I'll keep you updated if that happens again i suppose you know we're 2 weeks away from the 4th of july it's bound to happen again but TBD. Okay, that's what I got for you. Thanks for tuning in. And I'm going to cue up some music to play us out. And that's all I got. So everyone, I hope you're staying safe, staying sane, staying healthy. Go outside, enjoy this fresh air if you can. Beautiful summery day. And happy Father's Day to my dad and all the dads out there. And thanks for listening. I will check in on you next time. All right, bye everyone.